Hello friends, hello family, hello listeners. Oh my gosh, today is the very first episode of my new podcast. But wait, who am I? My name is Nakira Williams and I have decided to start this podcast and the title of it is Already Authentic. And I just want to start off by letting you know, anybody who's listening to this podcast, that you are already authentic. So today in this episode, I will be giving you all just a bit of backstory about myself. I have overcome so many things and I would like to start to share them with you all. If you are my friends or family or somebody who has been following me for a while now, you will understand the things that I have overcome. And if you're just starting to listen to this podcast and getting to know me, you'll understand, you'll get to know what I felt, what I have overcome. And you all will get to see me on a journey of prospering. You will get to see me interview other people. You will get to hear open conversations about my life, my relationships with people, my work, everything that I do. I'm trying to be as most genuine as I can in this podcast I want to give this to you raw and real I want you to be able to relate to my story as if it will help somebody else so thank you all for listening to my very first podcast of already authentic So here is my story. I told you I was going to get this to you all raw. So this is a trigger warning because I don't come from just an ordinary life. Um, I know everybody has their struggles, but here is mine. And I'm going to give it to you guys raw. So I come from, so I'm 21 years old. I'm from Washington, D.C. My father, he has been in prison since my mother was pregnant with me he's still in prison and i'm 21 about to be 22. he i don't believe he gets out until i'm in my 30s so he's been in jail literally all of my life um i grew up with my stepfather and my mother um my mother she kind of oh well let me not say kind of she always treated me horribly but as I grew up I didn't realize you know the things that I was going through because I thought it was normal I I did I thought that's what mothers did um I thought the punishments that she gave us were um of the norm for example um growing up in my household we would clean up and she would not allow us to eat until we clean we cleaned up the whole house and i just thought that was normal but now as i get older i understand that it's deranged and like not okay um and it's various of things i can give you but i don't want to turn this into an antagonizing situation i'm just giving you an example so you will understand the backstory of what made me me okay so my mother she she would abuse us a lot 
And to me and to my siblings, we always thought it was just punishment because we were acting out. But it, it really wasn't. It was just straight abuse. Um, my older brother, he is two years older than me. He was getting going at it with my mother. And he, when he left the house, um, he got he went to the police and got a stay away order on my mom when she was when he was 16 and he went to go live with my father's side and things like that so once he left the household um it seems like her anger kind of targeted me like a hundred percent because at first it was like really heavy but not as heavy as it was until he left the household and um it just got very worse to the point where I, we weren't. I wasn't being fed. I was getting beat. Um, I would get names called at me. She would refer to me as "You're just like your father." Things like that. Like it was just a horrible place to be with, and like to the point where I have tried to commit suicide over a hundred times because of the household I was living in was so deranged. So the point, so that be, I got to the point at 14 where I just left. Um, I left home. I didn't go do the same process my brother did because in my head, I was like, you know, my brother is already being taken in by my family, my father's side. I don't want to become another burden, so I'm just going to leave. Um, so when I left, I would go stay at friend's house and things like that but I don't know if this occurs to any other state but in Washington DC if a minor runs away from home um they will be arrested um so I I would run away from home I would get arrested and run away from home get arrested so three times a child run away from home they get in the court system they get assigned a probation officer um they can go group homes and things like that Okay, so that process happened for a very, very, very long time, like very long time. I would get abused at home, run away, go to my friend's house, um, get arrested or either turn myself in, go into the juvenile detention center, see a judge, come home. I mean, go to the group homes for months at a time, come home in the same cycle for years. It would happen over and over. Um, Things were happening to my little brother, sister, my older brother. um, Child Protective Services was involved, but they never seemed to let a case stick. So it's always had been, you know, stuck in this position. And my probation officer and my judge, they knew they honestly knew it wasn't me they knew that every time i entered that home it wasn't healthy but they honestly couldn't do anything because she wouldn't give up her rights and my mother had a thing of coming to court and coming to the group homes or not she never came to the group homes coming to court and making sure i didn't get released she never wanted to take care of me, yet she didn't want to give up her rights. It was to the point where I was getting arrested and going to these group homes, and I would beg her to bring me clothes that I had in my room, and she wouldn't even do that. 
I would have to figure out my own way to get clothes that I already had. I would have to rely on the group home staff to just bring me something or save up my chore money when honestly I had things at home. Um, it was to the point where I was in the group homes and I was the best and I was getting um weekend passes because you the parents are allowed to take the children out on the weekend so they can you know be out and about it was to the point where I got approved for a weekend pass every single weekend but did she pick me up no I was in there for I was in and out of group homes for four years and got approved for a weekend pass every single weekend and never was able to leave because she wouldn't pick me up and that was for four years so I say all this to say um, growing up I had a very rough childhood and that was the short version if I would give you every single detail of everything that has happened to me in one podcast it would be very overwhelming so I decided not to you know go into the whole story as of right now as we get into further you know things I will break it down because they are the stories that I went through are very triggering and I can't just lay it all out there like that and I noticed over time because of my trauma my mind has forced me to block a lot of things out to what I have to remember um the trauma that I went through like I got to a point where I had to remember the trauma that I went through um because I try to block it out so much so much I can honestly say like I that is why I'm so antisocial I hang with only a small number of people because being in these group homes and in these situation of survival I fought so much so so much I had to fight for everything everything So that was a bit of my backstory, just a bit. I'll give you more over the course of time. But today in life, I am 21 years old. I'll be 22 in two months, um, December, Sagittarius, you know. I have an 11-month daughter. Her name is Halo. She'll be one next month, of course. Um, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for two and a half years. It'll be three years in March with um, my daughter's father. Um, We do have a significant age gap. We're 14 years apart. Um, I'm going to let you guys into our crazy roller coaster of a relationship. Um, I'm going to bring him on, actually. Um, We started dating in 2019 and then our relationship has been a beautiful roller coaster beautiful tragedy like it's everything one and I was bought my baby girl so um that's my relationship I'm gonna bring him on we're gonna talk about the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs of our relationship 
um i have completed so far seven it certifications i'm working on my eighth it certification so yes i am currently a desktop support specialist um i'm working on getting other things um under my belt uh, such as my podcast and things like that um i'm a vocalist but i don't share any of my music because of my trauma and my anxiety um i hide my vulnerabilities so it's kind of hard for me to produce music and put it out but the podcast is the first step so you know we get in there I want to thank all of my family, friends, and new listeners for tuning in to Already Authentic. This is the very first episode and you made it all the way through the end. Thank you so much for listening to a bit of my story. On the following episodes, I will be talking about vaginal health. So I will be doing open conversations with guest audiences. I will be talking about relationship advice, vaginal health, depression, trauma, pretty much everything relatable. This is your one podcast you can turn to where you know something I will be talking about in this podcast or something my special guests will be talking about in this podcast is completely relatable to either something that you went through or somebody that you know. Please remember, you are already authentic. I will be posting a podcast bi-weekly, so stay on top of me, guys. See you at the next podcast, and remember, you are already on.